0: Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is gone. He got it.
1: Well, well, well. We weren't expecting that, were we, lads? <laughs>
2: No,
0: definitely not. <laughs> um, I'm in shock. <laughs> a little bit. Ryan? It's going to wear off, I promise.
1: I don't think it is.
0: <laughs> well, it's pretty rare to go into Boston and do what they did last night.
1: You, you say pretty rare. I have a stat for you. Oh. The last time the Patriots lost a game in Foxborough where Tom Brady played a full 60 minutes was in two
2: thousand six. Wow. Wow. That is a stat.
0: <laughs> that is. Well done.
2: I, th- I thought you were gonna go with the um like they were something like a hundred and one and one when up by ten points in a game at Foxborough or something like that. It was the sort I did is see the most stat. ridiculous stat that I've ever seen in my entire life. But it's now a hundred and one and one they were prior to last night well being ten points up at home. But now it's a hundred and one and two yeah
0: not bad eh it's a tipping point yeah (laughs) all downhill from there right
1: as you can probably tell my name's not brad um brad's away crying over the fact that alex smith threw for 368 yards and four touchdowns (laughs) yeah um that's the last thing he wanted um i'm tom and i'm pleased to be joined by dave yet again and um ryan from knockton chiefs who's becoming a bit of a regular on the show how you doing I'm doing well.
0: Thanks for having me back.
1: Thanks for joining us. Um you are like kind of our super sub now, whenever one of us can't make it, which seems to be more often than not. Um, I'm here for you. We're drafting on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a toss up between you and Seth Kaiser. It's basically whoever says yes first. Uh right. <laughs> if, if I'm being honest. Um reason we're here is a, a quick reaction show because normally we bring out our shows on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but this couldn't wait. This really, really couldn't wait. Um I, in fact to show how much you couldn't wait, I literally walked in my door 10 minutes ago. Um, I've just walked off a flight and tackled the M25, which is like the busiest motorway or freeway in, in the UK to you, Ryan. And um, you. raced home to get here to record this show so just we can talk about this wonderful victory. Um, where do we start? The Chiefs walk into the Foxborough didn't look good early on the Patriots oh, made yeah, it look very easy at the start <laughs> yeah. when it wasn't very promising yeah. it wasn't the, the, the Patriots looked like they were doing Patriot things and the Chiefs looked like they were doing Chiefs first drive things which tends to be that they suck on the first drive on defence I still don't know why that happens all the time but it comes a point Gronk looks like he's caught a touchdown to make it 14-0 it doesn't the Chiefs go up the other end and make it seven all of a sudden we've got a ball game. How important was that fourth down stop that followed it shortly after?
2: Huge. Absolutely huge. I mean there was there's two of them in that game, but I think that that was the really important one because if if we'd have gone two scores down that early in the game, it would have been, I think, really hard to come
0: back from that. And I think that also gives you that, that emotional lift. You saw them start to bow up a little bit. You saw them as they left the field, that, that enthusiasm that they're going to take back to the bench, dig into the, the pictures and take a look at what they're doing. I, I thought that was really the turning point in terms of getting the defense back on track. Speaking of defense, um,
1: I like Bob Sutton. I really like Bob Sutton. The guy seems to find a way to, to adjust. And he just better than any defensive coach that I I can think of in the NFL. The defense in the first in the second half was completely different to the to the first half defense. You only have to look what Justin Houston managed in the fourth quarter. He completely wrecked the Patriots. Um, who for you was the star of the show on the defensive side of the ball? Before obviously we get to the offensive side of the ball, which of course
2: was the main star of the night. Um, I would, uh. I'm going to say someone whose name didn't get mentioned a lot, but I thought they were absolutely fantastic, and that was Benny Logan. Um, I just thought the difference from this year and last year in the middle of that, that defense was night and day. The difference between Poe last year and Logan just in that one game. Um, we looked an awful lot stouter uh, against the run up the middle. Um, and on those, those two big fourth down stops, like just the, the push from the middle that, that he generates that he just eats up those blockers and he allows guys to behind him to come in and make plays and I, I just thought yeah he he looks like he's going to be a really really nice addition to the to the squad this year
0: well and the guy that I gave our game ball to last night uh, right after the game, he's kind of the unsung hero of this, this defense. He came up with 11 tackles in this game and Ron Parker's really the glue that kept, especially the secondary together early when they looked vulnerable. Uh, And I think as the game wore on, what you saw was that everyone else felt fed off of him being back there and enabling them to, to play their style and know that Ron's back there. Uh, And I think that ties into one other point that I'd like to mention about Sutton is that, he infuriates me because it's back and forth and back and forth but what he did last night is is what Sutton does when he's at his best and he let his corners jam he played tight coverage and was allowing everyone to be aggressive which I think is when he backs them off and deters them from that I think that's when they get in trouble
2: yeah definitely Uh, I I would agree with that Uh, I think obviously give a little bit of a, a special mention to Peters as well, like guys are just terrified of throwing in his direction. Now he was thrown at once all of last night. Um, you know, it's it's rare that a QB like Tom Brady doesn't want to throw at a guy. So I think that just shows how how good that guy has become in the the last sort of eighteen months.
1: Well, speaking of corners, how are we judging Terrence Mitchell on the other side last night? He made some splash plays like one breakup of um, brandon cooks when it was i think it was third and 17 um that the patriots had and they were going along and i think we were only one score up at the time which is a great play but then we had obviously a pass interference and um, a couple of holding plays how do you think he did last night coping with all of the
2: targets pretty much coming his way um okay so mitchell a uh, decent game bad first half much better in the second half mm-hmm. i think is probably the best way to say it um he was a little bit unfortunate Uh, with one of the penalties because I think Brady was literally sat back in the pocket for the best part of 10 seconds. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't think you can really blame him at that. If if a DB is covering his guy for six, seven seconds, Mm -hmm. you're starting to ask for trouble at that point. Um, But yeah, so I think much improved in the second half after a bit of a shaky start.
0: You know, I was really critical of him in the first quarter. Uh, I put it on Twitter, and I, I got quite a backlash, but I still stand by it. He didn't look ready to play to me. Um, and in his defense, he didn't play hardly at all in the preseason, but he mm-hmm. was shaky early. And I honestly don't fault him for either of the plays that people seem to want to, to grind on him about, uh, that both that penalty as well as that uh, pass to Gronkowski that ended up getting called back. Mm -hmm. I thought both of those were played well and did he did what he could do in his situation. But I thought there were a number of other plays where he was either out of position, misread the cut. uh, I mean, he gave up a slant that was ridiculously open. There was a number of plays in the run game as well, where he's letting skinny wide receivers like cooks block him down the field. And Mm -hmm. I was disappointed in his first half, but in his defense, uh, he rallied well. And like you said, made plays when they needed him in the fourth quarter. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, before we move on to the offensive side of the ball, um, we do need to address the Eric Berry injury um, huge news um, terrible news it's really a bittersweet night really because obviously we've got the high of the victory but then to lose our superstar player our leader of our team is huge and I know he will continue to be a leader from the sideline but how do we replace Eric Berry's production and his leadership going forward
2: I mean it's that philosophy of next man up I think um I'm sure. Obviously, they'll they'll look at possibly bringing in another body in mm-hmm. um, to add to the roster. But you know, Eric Murray now gets his chance to to show what he can do on defense, and I'm really excited to see what he can do because I, I I honestly I think he he could be really good. Um, I've been excited about him for a while. You know, obviously, first year played corner at Minnesota, and then moved him back to safety. So. There's a bit of adjustment for him, but I'm intrigued to see what he can do when he's given the opportunity to to play now. Um, Because, yeah, I
0: I think he could be a good player. You really can't replace Barry in terms of his leadership. I mean, he is the heart and soul. That I know how close he is with Justin Houston. You kind of see them as a duo at times. Uh, But this is going to become Justin Houston's team to lead. I think on the field, I agree with you. I really liked Murray in college. I think he's played solidly in the preseason. Uh, I think they're grooming him for a more permanent role down the line, and this is going to be his chance to really step up and shine. Uh, I don't think that they're going to have to – tweak as much uh, as you might think. Even though Eric Berry is is an all-pro player, uh, Murray has similar skill sets. He uh, he does have the similar mentality. Uh, He'll come up against the run. I think he's a bit better in coverage, to tell you the truth. Um, But for Murray, I think it's going to come down to discipline, uh, especially with his eyes, uh, not biting on fakes and and having what you are going to lack in that veteran savvy and experience.
1: So can you not see a situation developing where we go out and get a vet one guy that i'd quite like to stay at least have a look at is maybe tj ward um obviously he was cut from the broncos early earlier this week and he he is a good player he might cost a bit is is it not worth taking a look at him
2: Uh, didn't he get signed or am i imagining that i can't remember
1: bearing in mind i have been on holiday this week so um, i don't know i am i know there was pretty Ward behind and, Ryan,
0: and i'm sure one of them got signed really? and I can't okay. Remember which okay okay well which might be able to uh fact check <laughs> me here but i'm furiously confirming right now the one-year deal to the buccaneers he is no longer available
1: okay well we can edit that out then um <laughs> <that's>... <laughs>
2: but yeah I, to be honest i think if you do bring anyone in i don't think they'll be looking to bring in like uh, an immediate starter. I think they'll bring somebody in to fill out the bottom of the roster. You know, as a rotational type guy. I don't think they're going to look for an out and out straight start starting replacement. Defense. Damn, they did
1: their job. Held the Patriots to twenty seven points. Normally, with our offense, twenty seven points um, is an unachievable amount of, for us to, to score. Um, especially on the road. In, especially on the road. I'm in prime time in New England you told me before the game New England scored 27 points I'd be like why am I bothering watching it but <laughs> but what happened last night on offense the Chiefs scored 42 points against the defending champs we were supposed to be the sacrificial lamb for last night's game the, the, the Super Bowl champs never lose that game He scored 42 points in New England. How? (laughs) Just how did that happen? Please, someone explain to me how the Kansas City Chiefs offense, led by Alex Smith, scored 42 points on the road.
2: I mean, it's that that running back sort of conveyor belt that we seem to have in Kansas City where one guy goes down, we find the next great, great thing. Um, Kareem Hunt, he was absolutely... Sensational last night. The I think the most yards from scrimmage from a a rookie um ever. Um which didn't start off that great, you have to (laughs) say, with a fumble on his first carry. But after that and I mean to be honest, I think that says a lot about the guy as well. Um you know, a lot of players' heads would drop after possibly fumbling on their first ever NFL carry, but you know, he got straight back in there. Um and was absolutely sensational. And I think a shout-out to Reid as well because I think that shows, you know, a lot of the faith that he has in the players Mm -hmm. that, you know, you'd see some coaches that would yank a guy out, one fumble the guys, especially on the first carry of the game. Mm -hmm. Whereas Reid, he trusts and believes in his players and, you know, he's willing to give guys a chance to go and, you know, correct their mistakes and prove why they should be out on the field. And, uh, yeah, I thought he was absolutely great.
1: Well, the guy opposite, certainly would have pulled him off the field. Belichick doesn't stand for fumbles.
2: That, that is, that's
1: that's well known. If you fumble the ball under Bill Belichick, you're you're off the field. So, yeah, that, uh, fair play to Reed for keeping him in, and obviously it paid dividends later on.
0: Well, and on top of Hunt, I think to Brad's dismay, saw <laughs> really <laughs> the best that you can see out of Alex Smith. Um, you know, a, a number of those throws. Let, let's let's be realistic. Uh, that deep throw to Tyreek Hill was uh, he was uncovered by about twenty yards in any direction. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't a high uh, difficulty maneuver. No. But, uh, but but he but, took it. He exactly. You saw him willing to go downfield. You saw him be aggressive. Uh, not only. In those throws where he's throwing, you know, to guys that had broken free, but uh, he, that ball to Demetrius Harris was—he was double covered. You know, that was mm-hmm. basically a post up in the end zone, and Smith put it on the money right there and trusted him to make the catch. Which, if you're going to be reluctant for anybody on this team, Demetrius Harris maybe has a history that makes you reluctant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
2: what. and I think that was something we mentioned before the game as well. Like with the Patriots, you—they're gonna try and take Kelsey out of the game. We said how important it would be for Harris to try and step up on the other side and that was a you know prime example of of him doing that
1: well here's a stat for you another one the chiefs have now won seven straight road games including four at the previous super bowl win the super bowl teams carolina atlanta denver and now new england
0: you're the stat machine today
1: (laughs) it's twitter it's it, i'm it not gonna lie if you if you sit there and scroll on twitter for a couple of hours while you're waiting for a flight you'll find all sorts of gems like <laughs> I, 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 at the moment i am a fountain of knowledge
2: um and that's except, not re- very said about tom <laughs> very often at no. all
1: except of course when it comes to tj ward signing a one-year deal with the bucks yeah. which i completely missed <laughs> but no if you go onto twitter ryan you can find some gems on there and this is one of the the, the stats that I found because the NFL stat guys are pretty good. They seem to f- pluck stats out of thin air like out of space. They would just say, Oh, I'm pretty sure they make happened. up their fair share <laughs> of stats as well. To be <laughs> that's probably true. Maybe we should start making up stats going forward and see if we can, or narratives, and see if we can get them to go viral. Um, maybe that's what we should look for. Maybe we can get Brad to start making up stats about Patrick Mahomes, even though he's not even. <laughs> don't get him started, please. Uh, <laughs> um, for those of you that don't or don't listen very often, um, the, the normal host of the show is is Brad, and he's obsessed with Patrick Mahomes, even though he wasn't one he wanted us to draft a linebacker over him in the draft, but you know, yeah. um, um, that's all beside the point. Yeah. 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 So, since then he's watched a, a couple of YouTube videos, see Patrick Holmes beat up a couple of twos and threes in preseason. And then all of a sudden he's the, he's the second coming of Joe Montana. Um, so yeah, but I genuinely believe last night that Brad didn't particularly enjoy Alex Smith's performance. Like, um, because all week he's been going on about how Alex Smith should be cut, but, uh, and he <laughs> does that. <laughs> I can't I mean,
2: wait. I was I... gonna say, like that outside of the Colts playoff game, which still hurts me to this day. Um, I that is the best I've seen him playing a Chiefs uniform. He's, I uh, say, like obviously as Ryan mentioned, the the Hill touchdown. You expect him to make that throw, but it's nice that he's looking downfield to make that throw. But the hunt touchdown, especially for me, that was on on the money. Like t- he didn't. A tougher throw for sure. You know, if he if that's a little off that throw, he doesn't score there. He put it on the money. He caught that on in stride, and yeah, it was an absolutely perfect throw. And there was there was a couple of others like the a big throw to to Conley on third down in the fourth quarter, um, where you know you just saw him willing to push it downfield a little bit more and. Um, I say, I think we mentioned this in the preview as well. It's like sometimes when you've got that guy breathing down your neck, it pushes you to become a better version of yourself. And hopefully that's the same with uh, Smith this year.
1: So we want to know, the Raiders are moving on to Titans on Sunday. The Broncos and Chargers play each other. Um, Just a quick prediction from the pair of you. Who have you got in those two games?
2: Um... I've got... I'm taking the Titans over the the Raiders. I think they're going to be... They're going to win the AFC South this year. I think they're a very, very good team. Um, Very strong run game and obviously one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Um, And I'm still not sold on that Raiders defense whatsoever. Um, And Chargers, Broncos... I think that would be a lot closer than something other people think it might be. Um, I could see the Chargers squeaking that
0: that one out um, now that they seem to have
2: a reasonably healthy roster.
0: You know, I'm not high on the Raiders' defense either, uh, but I, I don't know that taking advantage of what they give you is something that the titans are ready to do i think that's going to be a tight one as well but i think the raiders still going to pull that out they're they're a solid squad uh i I tend to agree with you on the chargers i I think they've improved quite a bit uh and who knows who's going to throw the ball for the denver broncos it might even be brock osweiler uh so i'll take the chargers there too (laughs) and
1: one quick prediction from you who's going to be top of the afc east on sunday the bills or the jets (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, dear. Isn't that just a sad, sad question? Yeah. <laughs> but Just because you said that now, it's going to be a tie, isn't it? It's going right. to be like a three-all tie, and it's just going to be like the worst game in NFL history. But the Kansas City Chiefs
1: made that happen because we beat the defending champions at home on opening night. Fantastic. So that's pretty much all we've got time for we did say it was going to be a, just a quick recap show we will be back early next week for our preview show of the Eagles and maybe we'll have a look back at some of Sunday's games and maybe talk a little bit more about the Patriots game with Brad and see how he's how he felt it went see how he's coping yeah, yeah. see how he's coping <laughs> um, it turns out the Chiefs have a conveyor belt of running backs as Dave mentioned earlier and I'll just leave you with this short list Priest Holmes Larry Johnson Jamal Charles and now Kareem Hunt. Thanks for listening, Chiefs Kingdom. Bye-bye.